And we're recording. Welcome back to the podcast, DQ&Q Lifestyle, with me, Marcus. And today we are going to talk about relationship instability. Yeah, so... I always start off with you, so... Actually, you know what? Yeah, I'm supposed to go with some food with my dad, man. Um, with a minor cancel on me. Hey. Uh, so, a little bit, like, sad at that. Would have, would have mind have seen him, but it's, you know, it's what it is, isn't it? You know what I mean? People have got things to do and stuff, and... You know what I mean? This is what I'll be doing. I think I'll be doing a back-to-back one. They might see me in this t-shirt again. <laughs> Need to hit the gym, my dog. Yo, look at them arms there. Anyway... Um, the last podcast about poor coping. Do you know what? It's just to say basically that man's not hammering man. Oh, I was talking about my brothers and let me just correct. For people that are listening, I'm just correcting the camera there. Yeah, so it's not to hammer them. Big up to them. I do respect them in their own ways. You know, and that they were brothers, aren't we? So... We push and pull, do you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, we're not the best for it. We didn't know, we don't know. Even, I can just get into relationship uh, instability now. So we don't know how to be a family. I just look back at my family now and it's just all, everyone's family's mad. Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you market against? Do you know what I mean? But like, I can see that like, we don't know how to be my fam- uh, a family. Like, my brothers haven't really been brothers with me. One of them has, um, the middle one. Um, oh yeah, so I was a bit... I was on about their like uh, their addictions. One's not in addiction no more. One still is, and like I said, everyone's got their like reasons for that. So it's not to rag on them to say, "Oh, these mum were doing this and that," and they're bad people. Like people are the result of their like upbringing, encounters, situations. You know, so it's not excuses. It's reasons for, and it's the reason, like within like counselling therapy, it's the reason you work with. Um. But we're kind of taught that they're excuses. People should just be perfect and just stop doing whatever it is like, like that bang on a Thanos thing. But it worked like that. So anyway, um, uh, yeah, that's my point a little bit there. But yeah, we don't know how to be a family. Oh, that's it. My brothers aren't, weren't really brothers to me. But then I've got some younger brothers as well. So I'm the youngest of my mums. So the older two are to a previous marriage. They're white. Because obviously mum and dad's both white. My mum's white, like English. And my dad's like, Jamaican born here. I'm the youngest. And then my dad's got um, four kids, I believe. Um, they're all mixed race. I think it's the four mums. Four kids to four mums. Uh, and I'm the oldest of my dad's, youngest of my mums. And I haven't been a brother to them. Uh Never really kind of been around them like that. The family thing wasn't really, it was never family orientated. Like, oh, bring them around, get to know your fingers. It was kind of plonked there every now and again. So there was that fractured relationship. Um, the youngest, my sister, don't even know like that. Uh, and it's a shame, really. It's a shame. But like I say, it's like, it's just how you're raising it. And that's just how you end up. Do you know what I mean? Finding out like later in life that you've got cousins. Yeah, I'm sweating, bud. Just got out of the shower, like, but don't watch the shiny thing. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, but who does, like I said, whose family is perfect? Who does like know how to be? Um, we're all jealous looking from the outside in. But when you're inside that, they'll be think, they'll be like jealous of an ex. 
thing or even your thing. Do you know what I mean, like, I wish my people weren't so intrusive like yours. But I'm thinking, oh, I wish I was like more included like you. Do you know what I mean? Like you were. So it's each to their own and that. But anyway, yeah, big up to my brothers still, Robert and Michael. And my younger ones as well. Anthony, Joseph and my sister. I'll keep her name. Uh, she's young still. I'll keep her name out of it. Um. So yeah, relationship instability. Yeah, so just growing up, you'd have seen bare like madness. Bare madness. Mum's on a mad one. Dad's a madman. Like, and these become your blueprints of how to behave. I always thought, no, I began to think that like, I never really thought I had mental, mental health issues, yeah? But I think when I was in prison the second time, I hadn't gone to the TC, I'm thinking, do you know what? There might be something up because there's something going on. Like, and there was a time where I remember saying to my mum, like, I was in the kitchen in the yard. And I've gone, yo, I, I think I'm losing my mind. Like, it felt like something back here was like, just like, tugging, not like, not on the skin level, like deeper in, something's pulling. But them times I was on like conspiracy theories and all this madness and I'm spoke, but in the gandra, I'm keeping myself like, I'm not really hanging around my bridgings and that, like, so you, you just start to go in like this mad world, you know what I mean? So I'm like warped reality, you're warping your reality. Because uh, you're not even like living the present day, because I wasn't doing anything, I wasn't working, I'm just signing on, boom, smoking, mad, living that kind of waste man life there. I I was living a waste man life, not to that life's a waste life, but that's how I perceive it, that's how I keep myself away from it, because I, I didn't find that healthy one bit, that was not the lick. Anyway, and then on the TC, you know, I'm going to mention it, therapeutic community, I started to understand, they said something about... Um, the blueprint, which I, I see now, like the parents, Marcus took it, it's like family dynamic to see what the blueprint was to how he is now and da 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 da. I didn't get it, I'm thinking, what? Like, mum was just mumming, dad was dadding, and brothers were just brothering, you know, they ones. But I started to understand, I started to realize that, like, so my mum, with a um, big up to my mum, like I said, it's not a ragging thing. Any people that I talk about, it's not a ragging thing, I'm not ragging them, do you know what I mean? I just need to tell my story because my story could spark something in another person that's like on a similar wave. That's why I vocalised these things there because that's what therapy is, especially group therapy, which I did. People sharing stories thinking, right, you know what? I went through that or you know what? I've been through a similar thing or I've seen that I can, you know, the ones there like, oh, I haven't been in none of these situations, but I felt that feeling. That's what we have in common. I felt like that, you know, the ones said, hurt, did, did. neglected, abandoned, you know, the flipping, uh, reject, yeah. Rejected and neglected. We'll get on rejection. That should have its own pod, really. Um, so, yeah, I started to realise that with my mum's anxiety and depression, she's behaving so, and her drinking as well on top of it. So, obviously, I was a kid, so my mum's like, was bigger than me. Then over time, I'm catching up and then I'm overtaking. But I'm behaving the same way. So I started to, so like I say, it's gone from like, mom. Mum, that I said on the last pod, like, and I'll be crying and sad. And then that sadness, like, so Robin, I mean, sad for ages and all night. And then wake up next day. It's, everything's kind of all right. Sometimes she wasn't doing this thing every single day. She might, it, it started off like a couple times, then a couple more times, then most days, then near enough every day. Then it might tape off a bit when she goes really mad on some mad thing. Then she's like, son, I'll never do it again. She'll pour the last bit of drinks away. I'm never drinking again. Boom, drinking again. 
relationship instability number one like not number one in any particular order but the first well one of them was lies can't trust you can't trust what you're saying so this drink's getting poured away these drinks are contributing massively to my sadness my upset my neglect my abandonment but you're choosing to drink and sit on the phone chatting to like all these like these other people these other women um, your friends and that and family you pour the drink away you're saying I'm going to do it again boom you do it again I've got trust issues straight away. I can't trust you. I can't trust what you say. Anything you say is a lie. Um, that's in, I'm internalising. I'm not really realising it, but I'm internalising this. Obviously, I would say every now and again, you're lying, you're always lying, da, 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 and that's what the always lying was. Obviously, she was. That's an absolute thing that I'm saying, always lying. No one's really always doing anything, but we do absolute things. And that's like a mental health kind of issue. Like, it contributes to mental health, like being an absolute, like... That you're always doing this, you're always doing that, always telling someone like you never do this and you never do that. Like they're not, they're not never, but the times that they don't impact you quite largely compared to the little times that they do do the thing that you like. That's quite minuscule. That's just a little grain of sand. Like when they don't do something, that's a big, massive, fucking moon-sized asteroid licking. Do you know what I mean? Is it? But it's, you know what I mean, it's just how we feel towards things that are like uh, changing the measure of things. And like I said, this is like all happening mentally. The feelings making these mental decisions and uh, that's why it can contribute to mental health like issues and that. That's why, let me see me, I don't really, um, tangents coming, uh, I don't really advocate for that the psychiatry route. They just want to pill you up and we become a nation where, like I've mentioned on another pod, about people being reliant on pills and thinking the pills will fix them when they could do it, like just talking about it, being active and doing taking the advice you know, being, going to the gym or something, not just that's the advice, like this advice given in how to be like, to get to where you want to be and leave behind who you don't want to be. Taking that advice, doing something like going to the gym, eating better, sleeping better, taking that away from your friends that are negative or that do these negative things and these behaviours that you find normal. Like this will help the cognitive because it's just these little bits. Of, I'll drop these little tidbits throughout because I can't just reel them off one by one. They'll come when they come. And that's how to like clean up your men your mentality, really. Not your mentality, not wanna say that. You have a better mentality by cleaning up like your mental health, having like thinking healthily, do you know what I mean? Be mentally healthy. Yeah, so the lies and stuff. Um where was I going with that? <laughs> I ain't editing this out. It's staying in. The burps will be up there soon. <laughs> um what else? Yeah, just the lying and that. Um can't think where I was flipping going with that. But yeah, just to throw my dad in there as well, Eli as well. So I couldn't trust him. So men and female, or females and males, if you talk about my mum and my dad. Couldn't trust my mum, because obviously that was one of the things where I'm internal oh, I wasn't talking about internalising and doing that stuff. With my dad, he'd lie, he'd never be on time. Um he promised that we're gonna go here, there, and everywhere, WrestleMania, fucking uh, Disneyland Paris Florida this and that never went the time give me a date as well you know man I said like yo we're going on this date this date we're going that date comes I'm like oh waiting ready like so something's happening I don't think I've packed to anything but I'm just waiting for like waiting it's always I remember with my dad bare like waiting anticipation waiting excited waiting waiting anytime I hear a car running into the kitchen looking at the window I mean boom waiting 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 it's not his car not coming half an hour's gone boom 40 minutes get a phone call what five minutes i've all been waiting like an hour and something now and sometimes it's the arms i'm not coming i can't come now like 
fathers, that there destroys the kids. Destroys them. Trust me, you know say, that's happened to you as well, some of you. And you know how it's made you feel. So don't do don't do that. Make proper arrangements and cancel accordingly and give an adequate reason. You know them ones? Um and it can't be because you just bust up or something, you know them ones there. Like but don't be around your kids bust up I, I wouldn't advocate for that either. So if you have to, you have to, but be you know plan accordingly i'm gonna get this drunk or i'm gonna get drunk on this day i'm gonna go out this day make everything but i've got the yeah um waiting around and then a massive feeling of like disappointment upset sadness just i can just remember like when it hit me it was like boom just also, no it's not coming i realize it's not coming i'll get told like it's like i just fall down a cold dark dank well just boom that's why that's why i'm at emotionally and then my mum, like, she'll be one of her good periods and uh, she's trying to comfort me, like, oh, son, don't worry about it, this and that. And I'd just be like, yo, shut up, yo. Did you, you don't know my dad, this and that. Because I seen him, he was my, my hero. My dad was my hero. No one could, like, do you know what I mean? But then you do have that kind of relationship with your dad because he doesn't, the absent parent doesn't really do no wrong because they're not there. And then it's like the parent that's there all the time, you know, it is up and down. That's life. It's not like they're doing things wrong. It's everyone makes mistakes. If you're not making mistakes, I don't think you're trying hard enough. You know, the ones because we learn from our mistakes. If we cast our eye on what's gone wrong, do you know what I mean? Um, so there is no failure. That's where you get the growth. Anyway, so then, I, yes, I'd turn on her and this and that. And I could, I can only imagine it being really hard for my mum, really hard for any mum that's going through that, you know what I mean? It's a bit upsetting now, thinking about it, like... Um, but yeah, and then that me being a contributor at that young age to how to her mental decline, which is slowly going down. It took, like, a massive dive, then it, but it still went down... And it's just been going down ever since. And certain things make it take a fucking a nosedive. And then it's still like on a slope, downward slope. Then, so my mum's, I don't know where, her flipping heads at really. But it's slowly coming up. We're slowly working on building her back up. So yeah, that's like the trust issues and the unreliability that I've like been, I've internalised as a child. Not really knowing, it's all unconscious that I'm receiving this. So straight away, don't trust people. People lie, people check shit, people let you down. I'm internalizing this, and I'm being neglect. That's a neglect. That's neglect. That like you're neglecting, like that's part. That's neglect as well. Um, so I'm internalizing all this and not really knowing, and that's I'm not being able to express or process first. Can't process it. Can't express it or can't express it to process it healthily. So when I'm expressing it, it's coming out in a mad one, as you man all know, and girl. Not with me, with yourselves. Look at yourselves, not look at me. Yo. <laughs> like a bastard, yeah. Anyway, joke me, yeah, Anyway, um, so yeah, relationship instability. So, what I began to realize with this blueprint thing is so my mom with her mental health uh, decline, her d- depression, anxiety, she displays certain behaviors. So as I was saying earlier, I remember now that like I used to cry, I'd just be crying, I'd be sad, no one to turn to, like dad's not there. I'd ring him up, dad, please come get me, come help me. Wouldn't come. I'll be there in a bit, son. Like I'll, I'll come on Tuesday. It's like Friday. I'm dying. I'm literally torn to shreds inside with what's happening with my mum. Do you know what I mean? I don't really know what's happening anyway. I'm confused. Confusion with like Jiminy's to anger or sadness, like. Um, I'm confused. I've just been confused most of my life. Do you know what I mean? Because I couldn't work out what's going on. I'm still a bit confused with it now, but nowhere near as bad as I was. Um, 
no one's coming to help me. Brothers, they just come and go because like I said, they're big man now. Like they don't even live. As soon as they could move out, I think they moved out. They spent bare time in jail. Like, so that's, there was just never really in the house. It was always, I was like an only child. Do you know what I mean? Because brothers, they never played with me or anything that I can remember. Especially one, like the oldest one, they never was around me really. Like, it's almost like a man didn't like me. You know what ones? But my middle, like the one I booked, like, the one that was in between, the nine year, who was nine years older than me, he kind of, presents, I don't know about toys, not presents, sorry, cards, always birthday cards, Christmas cards, always very thoughtful to a degree. And then the teeth started off, me and my mum and singing. This, this, our household could never move nowhere. Our household could never build because he kept robbing either money or things. And then the little money that my mum was getting was replacing the things that we've already had when you're supposed to have these things. It's like laying bricks, yeah? You're laying your first lot of bricks, and when you turn your back, my man's pulling bricks up. So how how far are you gonna get in building this wall or this house if every time you turn your back or every time you sleep, someone's taking bricks? And it's not just someone; it's your someone that's taking these bricks. Do you know what I mean? So my mum always feels like super unsupported. She's always been like kind of different to her family, and uh, yeah, like I mean, the fathers are just. And then the kids, like, it's just mad. All of, it's just a mad thing for her anyway. I started to understand. That's what I'm going to get with this. Um, so, yeah, anyway. So that's another thing. I can't trust people, no one. Because brothers take in things. One brother don't care, he's cold. He's just, next brother, he's like, one minute is all right. Next minute is teething things. He's like lulling you into like false pretenses of safety. And then just teething because that's what manipulators do. Um, so like the bare sadness with that as well, do you know what I mean? But then it started to turn to anger. Like I might be sad for like 90%. So it's gone from being sad for 100%, then sad for 90%, 10% angry, 80%, 20% angry, sad for 70%, 20%. And then it's just become instantly, like as soon as I'm like 0. like 1% sad, boom, I'm 99.9% angry. Do you know what I mean? And that's how it happens. That's why people with anger issues, that's where it's come from. It stems back. If we trace it back, it traces back to sadness. Um, informative years or like childhood, um, generally. Um, so yeah, so that's where that kind of started. And then, so I'd be like, but it wouldn't be any kind of anger. The way I'm reacting to my mum, it wasn't like the neighbours or the person up the street or the person on the other side of the world. I'd res- I realised that I was responding to my mum as she was to me. I've never, we don't look at ourselves until we look at ourselves. And when we look at ourselves, I think, oh, when I, when I was able to like empathise and put myself in other person's shoes, I'm like looking through their eyes. So like, I'm just like under TC, I'm under therapy now, looking through my mum's eyes at me in a situation that I've always looked at it from my point of view. I've always looked at this point, like these things from my point of view, obviously it's my life, my eyes, my experiences. But then this empathy thing come up. We'll talk about empathy, like, possibly on the next thing still, on the next pod, in its entirety. My interpretation, how I work through it and how I gain it, because they said I didn't have none, I was callous. <laughs> I think it was right. Anyway, uh, once again, big up the man, them, like, the big up the two guys, you know, that, like, um, I went to prison for, because this thing changed my life. These things changed my life, yeah? I'm tangenting again, so just, you know me already, so just get used to it, please. Like, So, these man allowed me, the, the, my, it, the, the whole situation just mad, like I said, apologize, um, and it just allowed me to grow. And then while I was on the TC, because I was so like infatuated with it and like so like, 
passionate about it. I was learning quick. I'm like garnering bare information of stuff, like clinical stuff, regular stuff. All the people that have been there for time. I'm talking to new people, see what their stance is. I'm looking at myself to death. To death. Do you know what I mean? I'm getting, I'm buying bare books. I'm getting bare literatures like sent in. People having to like print loads and loads of things off the internet and they're sending it me in. So I'm gaining like that kind of knowledge, like the, um, like the book smart side of it. Do you know what I mean? So I'm seeing bare practicalness. Like I'm learning about like something and then I can literally see in how many different man plus myself. Do you know what I mean? And then people that know it about themselves are relaying on the info. You're just getting armed up to death. I was soaking it in and I helped bear people on there. Like, they're telling me, you're Marcus, you know what? Because of you, d -d 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 -d. I mean, so obviously I look a type of weirdo, expecting a certain thing, d -d -d -d. man starts talking and it's like, rah, but I'm not just talking this thing. They see me doing this thing. They see me in situations with a man. Like I'm past the brevel smashing heads off things now. Man are getting rude. I'm like, listen, I'm just disarmed. And I'm just talking, like, bro, this isn't the real, like, I'm just talking it down. De-escalation skills I learned. Didn't, never, ever de-escalation. De That's a pussy thing back in it, like, do you know what I mean? But, like, I started to, I started to get a bit of kickoff, like, being able to, like, de-escalate information, like, um, de-escalate situations. So, yeah, so, because of these guys, I was able to help others and obviously be able to get out and continue that with uh, some of the work that I do with the jobs that I have and the pod hopefully you know what I mean shout out all you man when I say man I mean everybody it's like saying you guys shout out everybody man girl everything the will of the spectrum um, so yeah me a tangent and a tangent around there so I began to see that I was behaving like my mum and that's who I was that's how it looked. So then I'm sort of thinking about Jerry Spring, not Jerry Springer, Jeremy Kyle. And I'm thinking, rah. Like when you see like, especially like a mum and a daughter, I can see it mainly in mums and daughters on Jeremy Kyle. And then, especially if they're, even if they're on the same side. So if the mum and the daughter's against like, I don't know, the daughter's baby father or something or something or, or another family member, they're both like, yeah, da, 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 and they look exactly the same. The way they're behaving, the way they're shouting. Obviously, the mum's like 40s, 50s, daughter's like 20s, 30s or whatever. Um, so, obviously, the mum started this thing that, that like, the daughter's seen the mum do it. And that's how, and I thought, I don't know why Jimmy Calcutt, but it just did in that moment. I don't think I was even watching it at the time. I don't mean in the moment, but at that around that period of my life. And I thought, rah, it's a thing. We behave like our parents do. And like my dad, yeah, no de-escalation with him. He's just a big brute. Like, I just know him to be licking, like, man down. Like, he was a bouncer as well. And like, the stories that I'm hearing, um, this man is his people. And I see it myself. Like, the guy is either happy or he's angry. Do you know what I mean? Or, like, just normal and angry. So he's come, pick man up or whatever. Um... Or the other times he comes and he's just an angry one and you run a few... Or the shout man or whatever and this and that. So it's like, that's how you deal with things. You deal with people aggressively. Like, this is what I'm, once again, picking up and internalising. Like, people aren't sitting me down and saying, like, well, they are saying bits, like, if someone hit you, hit him and this and that, but they're not really showing me how to do it, right? You get up, you get right in the face and you point, do you know what I mean? And if they do anything that, you give them a slap and if they react, you start fucking laying into them, do you know what I mean? No one gave me the play-by-play. -play. It was like, if you do this one, if anyone does it, like, just don't kill them, blah, 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 blah whatever 
and uh, yeah, but how to actually act what you, you kind of, your body, like your behaviours are, like your parents mean more time, or like your caregivers, I should be saying caregivers or something. So yes, all that's like locked inside and like I said, if I bring it to the mandem, that's where it was unlocked and that's where I started using it because the traumas and the madness that man's going through and experiencing is coming out in the road. To be honest, I enjoyed the fighting, like I used to fight on nights out and stuff and that's where I expressed all this, like, this, just this anger and neglect and rejection, uh, this abandonment, this vulnerability just came out on somebody. Even on the time of the thing that I'm saying got me locked up. Like these two men that I've, I've binged up a couple of times now. These two, my, my two victims kind of thing. Um, um, don't really want to call them that, but I don't mention the names either because like, it's not even what I didn't, you know what I mean? It's not about that. Um, but yeah, so that's what was in there. But I never knew, like, like obviously when I go on the TV scene, I talk about processing stuff. I'm thinking, that, that, that sounds like a laptop or something processing. Or food, processed food, like, what? What do you mean process? But it's just understanding what's being said. So it's processed stuff in the group. So like, it's like, you know, I want to take the group. A lot of people just like, because it gets heavy. If man say, yo, so Marcus, what about you? I'm thinking, oh my gosh. Prepare for some, because it's pressure. Talking about your things, especially when you're going back, 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 when you start to unlock like your childhood and that, when you, because these memories come back, these repressed memories, like, rah, that happened, it's like, it's heavy, you know, you're getting the anxiety, the palpitations, the fucking vulnerabilities kicking in. Like I was like, <laughs> like not crying, like I couldn't get the words out because I'm like proper like in that moment because in my mind, as I'm like describing what's going on, I'm like, I can vividly see what's going on. But then these people are helping me through, like, don't worry about it, this and that. Then once I've said what I'm said, they might even stop me a little bit and say like, right, okay, so this happened, this and that, 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 that. but that person weren't right or you... Like, especially when you're a child, like when you're a child, you've got no like real decisions. You know what I mean, your decisions are made for you and you're at the mercy of parents. So being parents ourselves now, our kids are at the mercy of us. So when they go on and fuck you more time as possibly us, you know, we just don't like to see that they're behaving like us. It's easy to say, oh, that's what you're like your mum, you, or you're like, you're just like your dad. That ain't good trying to say that, but they will be like that because that's how people are. So pick your partners better. <laughs> Pick people that aren't mad and going off wicked and bad and this and that. Do you know what I mean? Like, so then, because kids are going to pick you up because you are the blueprint. But hold tight, everyone that's got kids and, and doing the best that they can in the situations that they're in because we're all not in it there. Like, a lot of us, like, have kids younger than that and we just don't know what to do. Like, we weren't parented right. But we'll get to that stuff in a minute. So, yeah, relationship instability. So, that's, like, the main, the main bits, really, in terms of like, so, and because of like a lacking father, like that, so I've told you about my daddy, like a big, strong guy, violent, intimidating, that's a gang. I've mentioned this before, that, that's a, that's what the law is of a gang. It's got, it's that, that strong male presence that men want, or that boys want, that young men want. Because um, we don't know how to act. Like me, I was raised with my mum. Brothers weren't there, so forget all that. But my mum's got like bare sisters. So I'm round bare other women when we go into like auntie's houses. They've got girls. They've got daughters. Their daughters have got kids. They've got daughters. Woolly for daughters. I just some bound bare around like neighbours. Two girl. Do you know what I mean? Two, three girl. Three sisters. So I'm just around bare girl mainly. Do you know what I mean? A lot of my life. Um, 
or key parts and stuff, do you know what I mean? So I'm not getting like, um, as I mentioned on the last pod, I'm not getting like uh, raised right. But big up my mum, you know what I mean? Like I said, there's no, she's not a ragging thing. Um, working with what she had, she could, do you know what I mean? Because the drink, obviously, I spoke about this on the poor coping. It's coping. She was coping with what she's going through. You know, the ones there. So when I said she was in the hospital, I mean, um, I don't even know what you even call it, but like mental hospital kind of thing. Um, and I think she came out early because she's seen that I wasn't happy. But she wasn't ready. So to cope, just to get away from the feelings, to get away from the feelings, we want to detach ourselves from the feelings. So then that's when we like hammer ourselves with, Alhamdulillah. And hammer ourselves with substances, drugs, alcohol. And like I said, it's just to get away from the feeling. Um, so that's what it is. That's what I, I began to learn to understand. Because I thought to myself, like, I used to hold, because of all that stuff I've just mentioned, yeah, I used to hold bare resentment towards my mum and my dad, yeah. And I'd text my dad sometimes. I'd text my dad sometimes. I'd be like, you fucking weren't there for me. It's all, I'm always in drink. I must have done it like two or three times, both times, or all three times or whatever. Or most of them anyway, I swear I was drunk. But that's what happens, isn't it? We get drunk and then we start to like express how we truly feel. Do you know what I mean? Inhibition's gone. Now I'm moving scared here, like some divvies. You know what I mean? Because we can't speak in real life. But then again, we can't speak to these people anyway because they probably don't want to hear it. Because people don't want to hear how shit they are. You know what I mean? Hey, you all right? Yeah. Do you know what? You're a fucking shit dad. You Oh, cheers. Yeah. Go on, carry on. <laughs> I'm going to miss some more. Do you know what I mean? Emotion's going to kick up. You're going to feel, probably get defensive and that or feel upset. You know what I mean? Get angry. Like, it's going to it's gonna just destroy it more. But we don't have to talk to these people and tell these people like like that. We can go outside. Like, obviously, like I said, I was in a the therapy. It was in the prison setting and that's the only way I could have changed because I couldn't have gone to, like, therapy out here. And then, like, gone home round my boys I'm like yo yo they're man they're just like it's what they say you know they're trying to tell me this and that me you know like they're trying to tell me <laughs> I'd have been I'd have been ripping the life out of people and that like just denying everything it wouldn't have worked I might have said a few things that sparked my finger like if it got my interest then it would have been slightly different but because I was there and the sentence I was on where I had to prove that I've changed for me to get parole and get released early then I was on it, do you know what I mean? First it was to get out, and then it was to better myself. So when I went to that TC, it was just to solely get out of prison early. When I um, got there, and I started seeing the changes and seeing people, like I said, like, so I've seen these two gangsters, Birmingham man, murder, duh, duh, and they're not going in like Birmingham man, murderers, gang members, they're like, talking sense. They're talking sense, they're talking about other ways to like, Quell this, um, this beef that man's got with, and these two are just like two little scrotes kind of thing. Hold tight, them. But that's what they were in a sense compared to them. The hierarchy, prison hierarchy, road hierarchy, whatever. They was down here, like not even on my level. I'm not, not even big, but they was way bit. And they're in some mad thing, and they're like, oh, listen to the TC, she's all bullshit. And I'm thinking, hey, this scrot. And then this serious man that I looked up to on the road, this type of man I looked up to, to this, that's what I wanted to be. You know what I mean? That is every, these men encapsulated everything that a road man wants to be. To a degree. You know what I mean? Not every aspect of them, but some of the big bits, the not noticeable bits or notable bits. That's what man wanted. Um, 
Yeah, and they're speaking that change. And that's what the, one of the first things that, boom, like, you can change. Because look at the way these men are talking. These men should be kicking off. These men should be bowing down to my own, but I see how this setup is. Big man, Afi calm down, and little man get to step up and be and speak. Because obviously the dominant ones are always speaking, the, 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 you know what I mean? The little ones are always like, it's just how it goes in the dynamic, innit? Do you know what I mean? That's when alpha is. So it brings the alphas kind of down and it lets these others speak, do you know what I mean? But it's learning everyone to speak in like a, what you could call MVC, like non-violent communication, do you know what I mean? Like de-escalation. Um, you're learning to speak from the heart, you're learning to understand where people are coming from, do you know what I mean? And not just talking from your own feelings, trying to defend yourself and being defensive. You're open up enough to like be able to listen to people as much as it hurts and still give valid feedback, valuable feedback that's not attacky. You're not attacking people. Do you know what I mean? If they take it as that, that's on them. That's their stuff for them to deal with. But if you're delivering it in such a way but it's so hard hitting that they're hitting it like it's hitting them wrongly, that's on them. What can you do? Right, man, go on a tangent round then I forget what I'm talking about. What was I talking about? Where was I? TC, couldn't go on the TC. <laughs> I need to stop doing it. I need, to, I need a pen and paper so I can write it down and see, make sure I stay on track on that. Um, Nonviolent communication. I couldn't do it. I couldn't have done it on the roads. Um, oh, you're ringing up my dad in that. Tell him about yourself. I'm going to find some mad tangents. I'm like tangent enough tangents of tangents. Um, yeah, tell him about yourself. But it's, it, it's what, was it, what was it, what was that about? I'm telling him about himself. But, oh, so the anger and resentment. I'm going mad. I need to stop these tensions. The anger and resentment, yeah? So that's me spilling out, bubbling over, doing that to him. Do you know what I mean? Um, so obviously I wasn't scared no more. Wasn't scared for ages now. I thought I just thought I'd tell him, do you know what I mean? Trying to intimidate him, I guess, to try and make him scared of me to get something close, something back that I think's been taken from me. Mad. But that's that's a reaction, isn't it? I was very, people are reactionary. It's all about becoming responsive and being able to respond to situations over reacting to situations. Um, so yeah, then I started to realise so the TC's unfolding, you know, days, weeks, months are going by, whatever. And I'm starting to realise like they did their best. I'm starting to understanding that people are the culmination of their past. They can't be anything else but who they are. I, no, no, I'm not saying they can never be anything else, but who they are at that moment in time, if they're, a, if they're an arsehole, like, or even if they're a good person, any, anything that they are, there, there's a reason from the past they might have not been taught, they've gone through some trauma, um, there's been an accident or, or something's happened to make them like that. So I thought, right, Alhamdulillah. I don't know what it is about as soon as I get in this pod. I don't even burp in like regular life. I put me up up round it though. <laughs> but burping I don't like. And so I get in this pod and all of a sudden, like, body is just trying to embarrass me. Well done. You know what I mean? But anyway, Alhamdulillah. You know what I mean? Um, Where was it? Yeah, so I started to realise that they are just a culmination of what's happened. So especially with my mum, I could see more and start to understand that, right, she was like that because of the lead up to things that I spoke touched on a little bit on the last one like that ended up like that and then a bit more today about her coping it's a coping mechanism um, and then 
and outside thing is like with like with men like you know like their peers and that like you know oh, I can't like do, 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 and then being all hard and that so you can't be it's just all strange stuff that we have to like stick to these societal norms or our own subculture norms and whatnot. So then I'm thinking to myself, do you know what? They didn't go to the university of parenting to be the top parents because then I start thinking, why do I think that they weren't good parents? Because I'm thinking it's from TV programs, films like cartoons that shows showed me what a, a family unit should look like. But I'm not getting that. You know I mean, I'm not getting tucked up in bed every night and a story read. I'm not getting like when something happens, sat down and spoken to and processing it in that moment. Do you know what I mean? I haven't got that person that I can like just go to that confident, that rock. Because what is about my family as well, you, you, nothing stayed in our household. Like you'd say something in confidence, but then someone's just going to tell someone, someone else and now everyone knows. It's like you're ashamed. So you just don't talk. You don't talk no more. You don't tell nobody nothing. You keep it all inside and it eats you away, do you know what I mean? Because you don't know what to do with it. So the only thing you know what to do is to express through violence and frustration. Um, so yeah, so it's not like they went to the university of parenting and could be this idealistic parent, mum and dad, that I've always wanted. But they just thought, they've got their fucking degree, holding a degree that they've got after all these years of like, you know, learning to be the best parent ever. Every person that gets a degree is just perfect. And it's not like they thought, little baby Marcus. Nah, I'm not using that. And it's had to be fucked up. They didn't throw away the perfect, the perfection and just be fucked up. They weren't fucked up anyway. But I'm just saying, for example, they didn't do that and decide, like, no one's been to the University of Parenting. It's an under-job thingy. You're just thrust into it from your first child. And then things don't work out, like, you know, like the, it's just a different world now. It's not a cohesion, a cohesive unit, you know, there's no, like, real guidance. Everyone just is what they are, do you know what I mean? The community spirit, the village mentality is gone. We're a big city people now, we're just our own individual households. There's no real anything. These look crooked. Well, I have my split ends. I have my split ends cut off. Music. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's what sort of made me, re and that was like, those like two things, like they are only, they're just like everybody and everybody's just the combination of their story. And they didn't, like I say, go to the university of parenting and fuck off, just, just, just fuck it off and say, you know what, fuck this, I'm not raising Marcus like perfect, I'm just gonna do whatever. They didn't do that. It wasn't a conscious choice to be what I've classed as bad, do you know what I mean? They were just doing them, doing the best that they can do. So that just, this resentment and anger, frustration I've carried and sadness overall, really, was just like dissipating through this realisation. So that's why I've kept saying over like the past couple of pods, my relationship with my parents has got better because I changed. Like it's not to say that they haven't changed as well because we all grow at the end of the day. I was in jail for six years. That's a long time for people to, to move on because we're moving possibly into like a new decade of life. Um or further into a decade of life, so we get more enriched, constantly enriched with life, whether it's negative or positive, or how we take it. Because I, you know, bad things happen to me, but it's how I deal with it now, how I cope with that. You know, I don't tend to drink, I don't tend to drugs, I don't tend to partying, I don't tend to like negative friends, I don't tend to revenge. I, because I've got a plan in place, my decisions are dictated by how it's gonna affect me immediately and in the future like I need to stay on this path because I've got things I need to do do you know what I mean so 
it's a good decision, certain things right now. And obviously I understand how they've impacted me there. I, so I understand me. That's the best understanding you can have, understanding yourself. Like, I was like that because of this. And when this happens, I do this. Does that help me out? No. What else can I do? These things. I choose these things over that. Um. So, yeah. So then relationship instability, how it leads up to that with um, everybody else in your life. So they're my, my main two, like, blueprints with male and female, mum and dad, brothers as well, kind of. So like with women, I've kind of always like chopped and changed my women because partners, um, because when, so neglect and rejection, I don't really want to get too much into rejection, but they're massive. Rejection is massive. Rejection is not just going up to a girl and they're rejecting you. That's where it's used the most. And when people think of rejection, they think of that kind of that. Rejection is, alhamdulillah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Rejection is any no. Not tonight, mate. You're not getting in the club. You can't afford that, like, your car's been declined. You can't afford that, like, car. You can't do this, like, any you can't or no's. Like, even trying to um, get onto your laptop or, or, like, your game or something and you're locked out, that's rejected. That's a, you get the feeling of rejection. And which is ultimately sadness. It's a feeling of sadness, I would say. So when we're hit with this rejection, I don't really want to go into rejection right now because I'm going to have a pod on, on that specifically. But yeah, so when I'm with a partner, if she's not, if everything's not going like swimmingly to my specifications or to my preferences, and she does something, or she did something that was anything off like the scripts that I'm used to or that I want, that I haven't even like explicitly said. I'd never tell these girls what I want because I feel like I'm giving too much away. Like I just said nothing, nothing. They wouldn't know. Like, so when they've done something wrong, they know because I'm like in a mood now or I'm walking out, I'm storm I'm putting the phone down. Like I'm doing a madness because, because they haven't done what I've said. I'm feeling neglected then. Because what I wanted, the need or the things that I wanted aren't getting fulfilled. So unfulfilled needs is like neglect. Now, when you think of neglect, you're thinking N NSPCC adverts, you're thinking flipping battered dogs, RSPCA, whatever, like all this like extreme stuff. But neglect is it, there's varying levels and degrees, degrees of it. So like these little split, like little split second, like, <gasps> like rejection, like, like what? You're thinking like, hmm, fuck that. Can't trust this person. Because I'm took back, I'm transported back to child. You don't really know this is happening. This is an un, an, what they call an unconscious process. But that is the process. I'm expecting certain things in life. I'm not even saying it. I don't mean I'm not saying it now. I just, I'm just not telling anybody. Like, nobody knows what I really want. The girl does what she normally does, which is fine. She's not doing anything wrong. She's just doing what she does. Like, but that's just not what I expected. And expectations is another one as well. It's not what I expected. I didn't like it. I won't say anything about it. I don't want to talk about it, work on it or anything. It's like, these girls have to be perfect from start to finish. It shouldn't be finished, but there is always a finish. You know what I mean? Perfect from start to finish. If they do anything that deviates off what I expect, that I haven't even told them what I expect. Do you know what I mean? I see it a lot on like TV now, like, what do you expect from a girl or what do you expect from a partner or from a man or this and that? Like, and they're saying it out loud and, and I never knew really what I wanted. Do you know what I mean? I don't think anyone really did, to be honest. Um, but it's a different world now. It's mad. <laughs> um... 
it's not bad. It's just different. It's just different. And yeah, any of it, she's gone. Next one's, there's a next one. Do you know what I mean? Like, or like, that I'll spend, I'll put more time. She's like number one. I mean, that one's number one now. That one might come back around at some point. But she can't be trusted. She's just spare time or something. It was mad. Do you know what I mean? Not proud of any of this. That's just how I operated because of how I was raised. That's just how I seen women. I just couldn't trust them because of that. I didn't know. Uh, as for people, men, people. We've talked about the animals now, the women. Let's talk about the people now. <laughs> That's not what I mean. You know what I mean? But yeah, so as for men, once again, not once again, but if they were powerful, I respected them. If they were weak, I took the piss. Do you know what I mean? That's generally day to day. Now, if it come down to a fight, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really want to fight the weak one because I know what I'm capable of. I'd want to, the, the bigger power, whether they're big and powerful as in, Stature, the build, the um, or even if there was like little, but there was like G's, like there was like leaders. You know what I mean? There were alphas in their thing. I won't mind then, but if they were just like like little dweebs, like you know what I mean? Like, it's like bullying. I always seen it as bullying, especially if they were smaller than me. I think I won't get no like no no ratings of of this person. Do you know what I mean? But I think that's down to me, dad. Big guy, you know, he's six foot, whatever, he's big, and you know what I mean? So it's like, these big guys that I want to attack, men, like, to go full force, like, no, just unrelent, do you know what I mean? I think it was him, it was him that I was picturing that I wanted to go for. And that's a lot of things, I was watching one thing one time on um, on the news, BBC News, I was on a TC. It's got nothing to do with it, you know what I mean? But yeah, that's where I was. But it was actively on my mind, all this stuff that I'm thinking about was on my mind. Then it had like um, some black youths from London on, and they were talking about why black youths kill black youths. Like these were like reformed gang members or whatever. Or they were early days, like, they, they, do you know what I mean? It's had that like aura of of uh, the gang life. And and I think the boss, not the boss, but like the leader of this, um, like basically like this reform group from London, I think his son had been killed. Oh, no, 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 tell a lie. His son had been stabbed up 10 times by one of them bloody zombie, <laughs> them big ZKs, you know, them ones. Um, but I think he was in that life anyway, and it was wrong place, but wrong time allegedly for his son, because these youths are just, anyone that they're catching on, on anyway, like, um, territory, let's go in. But they were talking about, so these were black youths talking about, other, like, black youths, like, they think that they, because they, what they seen their dads do, who were black men, and... That's why they're just perpetuating this, like, you say it's like almost like hatred towards. So I thought, right, they can see it too. Um, but mine wasn't just pushed towards black people, mine was pushed towards anybody, like any man. Um, so yeah, relationship instability. Um, I don't want this one to go on too long, because um, I'm possibly going to be doing another one in a bit. And believe it or not, it gets tiring. It gets tiring. Yeah, you know I mean, tired. I need something to eat now. So I'm not going with that. I don't even know what I'm going to even do now. Um, but yeah. 
So that's like basically like, so basically what I'm trying to say to you is there's a blueprint from back in the day. So you can see that, that can see, you can see where you get it from and how you are because you might not really see how you are. Um, but if you've got people that move mad in your lifestyle, like your mum or your dad or something or your brothers, then that's possibly what you do. Um, and it's looking at what we can do to move forward. Um, I haven't really touched on what I did to move forward. Hmm. So it's just realizing what makes it unstable. So that's what it was. So we're using that blueprint to see where I do go, like funny, and my expectations, what expectations are, because expectations is massive. If you expect like someone to do something, let's go back to my dad. All of that what I've just said about my mum and my dad. Expects my dad to come take me to all these places. Said expect him to come on time. It doesn't create sadness, rejection, all of that, neglect, abandonment. Um, my mum expecting her to like get up in the morning, expecting her to make me breakfast, expecting her to like see me after school, expecting her to like make dinner when I come home, expecting me to like have a chat. None of that's done. When your expectations aren't met, they're just snapped like a flipping twig. Boom, thrown away. Do you know what I mean? It just kills you. So, and these girls aren't making my expectations. So then it's looking at what, what I expect and why I expect it. Um, and these things still get broken and I still do feel a certain way but it's looking at right, right it's not the end of the world we can still make this work and then work on it with anybody like friendships are to be worked on relationships are to be worked on um, it's not just the one size fits all from start to finish everything's going to be fantastic things are going to come up along the way because she was raised different or you've got, just got different expectations for whatever, through like whatever you consume, whether it's through like music or uh, any kind of media, any friends you've had, like anything that's influenced you, kind of thing. That's the kind of expectations you're going to have on things. So even if, even with your siblings and that, you'll have different, because you've got a lot of time with siblings, you've got different like friendship groups. So like your expectations, the bar moves and it, you know what, you would not bother about that no more. Like, so you're bothered about this now. So yeah, so it's just kind of looking at that. That's one of the main things with like relationship instability. But looking at my part, what made me unstable as well was obviously smoking weed all the time because one minute I'm sober, one minute I'm not. I'm two different people. One minute I'm kind of active. I've always been kind of motivated and hyperactive and stuff. And then I smoke and I'm like, you know, I can't be bothered, you know. Like, man, just gonna, it's like, what? So just if someone come chill, I can't even think. Like, that's why I'm not really chill with no one still. Like the man, I don't know what they're on really, but I don't really go around and big up the man them though. Because that two people thing, you can't really see it when you're in that lifestyle. But let's say I go check a man, and a man's not smoked yet, and a man's like, yeah, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And he's like active, having a decent conversation, and we're just catching up and reminiscing on that, and the man was smoking. And as the conversation's like, as the spliff's getting like sucked down, the conversation from them is just getting more and more, like, well, no, less and less, shall I say. It's just going down. It's like, mm, like, it's like, forget this. It's like two people. But no one sees it. Do you know what I mean? Like, nah. So that's not good for me. Drinking, obviously, I know that I get a bit, not a bit, I get aggressive. Inhibitions are gone. You know how it goes. Like, I haven't drunk properly like that and got pissed since I've been on the TC. Like, I won't get like that. Like, I don't plan to get like that anytime soon. Not say I'll never get like that, but I don't plan on getting anywhere near that. Um... Because it has negative consequences for me. Like, so the, the weed will take away my motivation for me to want to do things. And I don't want to get into a habit of smoking every day because, like I say, life does throw up stresses, but I just deal with it in a more proactive way that doesn't impact my next steps. There's no negative consequences, really. Do you know what I mean? 
the alcohol could just really just turn it upside down, could end up in prison like that. Do you know what I mean? Forget all that. Like, it's not to that I will, but there's a possibility. So I'd rather minimise that possibility by not getting like super twisted up. Do you know what I mean? And from how, from my experience, like as I got older, so I'm saying I enjoy fighting and this and that, I got to a certain age and I just wasn't really bothered. I kind of knew what I could do and it was just whatever. I tried to like half avoid it, avoid it. But people will be people and test you. Do you know what I mean? So then obviously when your head goes, it's like, that's it now. And then there's like people are looking, you know what I mean? You're in prison. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, eh? <laughs> but anyway, so we'll minimise that. The chance of that happening, going to certain places, minimise that by not drinking. Um, because I'd also switch on friends as well. So, that's the inst- so the relationship instability that I'm seeing was infl- infl- inflicted on me. I was this guy now. So I'm talking like I'm the, I'm not talking like I'm the victim. That's why it sounded all the way through like this happened to me and that happened to me and this happened to me. I'm not saying that's what's happened. I've absorbed it. And then I'm everything that I've said that these people do, I'm doing. I'm late. I'm unreliable. I'm switching. I'm aggressive. I'm neglecting people. Do you know what I mean? I'm not meeting people's expectations. I'm the asshole. You know what I mean? I am not the nice guy. I am the guy that like, not all the time, do you know what I mean? Like, not, no one's like this all the time, do you know what I mean? But, you know, honestly, like, it's to be exaggerated our worst bits because that's the bit to be worked on. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna, there's no need for me to work on my best bits because my best bits that people like about me are all right. Keep them. But the bits that have negative impact, the bits that are affecting friendships, relationships, alhamdulillah, they're the bits to watch out for. They're the bits to be worked on, they're the bits that were worked on. Um, so yeah. Yeah, relationship instability, man. But mainly compromise, I've learned. I can start talking about a BM on this one. Like compromise is a big thing. Like not just having it my way. I could go into like control and... Um, Controlling and domineering behaviour as well. But I won't. We'll keep that for the next one. Um, but yeah. Hopefully that's wrapped up. If not, I can always touch on it again. You know what I mean? But I'm trying to stay consistent with the pods now. Um, just going to stay on top of it. Like It's something I enjoy. I enjoy ranting and raving. Hopefully it's a, like coherent. Um... But because I'm so backed up in terms of not being doing this for a while when I should have been, I'm trying to cram things in. I want to say more. I've moved on with my own mentality. So, like, I'm trying to put old things in with new things. I'm trying to, like... So, it's all crisscrossed up. Do you know what I mean? But that's how I was anyway. Do you know what I mean? So, when I'm on the TC, I'm talking about things. They're putting it in order for me. Do you know what I mean? But I'll talk about the TC, like, in full on the next one. Anyway, Marcus. DQ and Q Lifestyle Podcast. Oh.